0: Point of Impact Podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact Podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. It's great to have you joining with us. Today we are going to finish up the episodes we've been doing on the theme of relationships, done a number, like six different episodes talking about relationships friendships marriage and today i'm actually going to do parenting and so i hope you uh, have been listening and by all means share with your friends i just found out uh that you know there's really some popularity to these uh especially the the one on loving hard to love people that seems to be especially popular and we'll see what comes of the, the rest of these series when we get all the numbers in. I also just found out that the episode I did on self-sabotaging behaviors and, and how you know how to avoid them that has jumped in to the top 10 all-time most popular episode. So if you've listened to it, it's great. And if you haven't, you might want to listen to that one back in January because that one has become one of the most popular episodes. I would greatly appreciate ratings and reviews on Apple or whatever podcast uh, provider you listen to this through. I I would appreciate that so much if you could do that. That really helps out, lets people know. and also those of you that are listening on Pray Pray app and, and those that are listening on Amazon Music and some of the others that we've added, uh, providers that we've added for podcasts, a lot of different ways you can listen. Just want to remind you, my book, This Is Living, Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith. Uh, if you are looking for something that each day you could have a reading or a meditation or a devotion that you could spend about Three minutes reading each day that would just put you in the right frame of mind and inspire you. That's the book. You can get it with a special discount code, 25LIVING, all capitals, 25, all capitals, LIVING, on Amazon, just... Order the book, and when you come to the checkout, just where it says promo code, put in 25LIVING, all caps, and you get 25% off, less than 13 bucks for a beautiful hardcover book, uh, and, and you're good to go. If you have already read the book, by all means, a review and a rating, five-star rating, would be fantastic as well. Appreciate that very much. Uh, lots of stuff going, going on. I have a new... Uh, plan out called setback to Comeback on you the Bible app U version the largest Bible app in the world U version so you can now you can uh, read that or even listen to it because I recorded uh, those as well five day plan five days of inspiration to start your comeback. So if you're looking for a comeback and looking for the inspiration and motivation for that Go to the the Bible app or Bible.com and under the faith tab, under the faith tab, you'll find uh, you'll find it and you can you can listen to it. Well, let's uh, jump in here today because, man, I got a lot of material to cover. And, and as you may have noticed, if you haven't, but these podcasts are always right at 30 minutes. And so I like to just keep them at 30 minutes. And uh, sometimes that's more challenging than others. So let me just tell you the genesis about this. I have uh, written on and spoken on parenting. In fact, one of my biggest articles ever was an article that I wrote for Fox News about parenting. It uh, had like 1.7 million uh, people read it. It was all over the internet on Apple News and everywhere. And I uh, raised two sons myself have a lot of experience in parenting and like to talk about it. But I was um, on Twitter, and I saw this guy had posted his name. I'd never heard of him. His name is David Morris, and he posted something about uh, something like... uh, Fights worth having, parents parents fights worth having, something like that. And as I looked at some of what he was talking about, I thought, you know, this is this is good. This is good material, similar to some things that I've. Done before, and uh, what came out of that was uh, this episode, which i 'm going to call ten parenting battles worth fighting ten battles that are that are worth fighting as parents and i 've definitely borrowed uh, from David some of his material added some of my own I think he talked about eight, and of course he talked about them from his perspective and and, and from his insights and i 'll talk about them from mine but these are uh these are ones boy if you're a parent and you know someone who's a parent if you're you you really want to you want to share this uh with your friends and and uh if you're young and aren't a parent yet you want to save this one and maybe if you're a grandparent and you want to share it with your uh with your kids that are now parents but i think it can really really help because there are battles, there are battles, and there are ones not worth fighting for, and there are ones worth fighting. You know you know the classic phrase, you know, pick your battles, and you have to. In parenting, like in many things in life, you've gotta pick your battles. But this is one where I'm gonna say there's 10 that, you know, they're, they're worth battling for. So let's just jump in. The first battle is the work battle. In other words, you know, make your kids work. Uh, this idea that kids aren't required to to do chores in the home that that's just uh, nonsensical. I always used to just say to my kids, you know, everyone you know has a job. Everyone has a job. I have a job, and uh, uh, your mom works part time as well outside the home, and certainly works a lot in the home. We're, there's lots of work that we're doing, and you have to contribute yourself. You 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 have to. And and I don't believe, by the way, in paying kids for doing stuff that they're supposed to do. No one no one pays mom when she cooks or or does their laundry. So why would they get paid for the things that they do? Now I believe in I believe in allowance as a way of learning how to handle money. But I don't think it should be tied to you know something. Everyone uh, is a part of the family, and everyone needs to share and the responsibilities and. Uh, learning hard work, you know, ownership that comes from, from pitching in and being part of it. Uh, there's life principles that uh, you, you learn cleaning bathrooms. That's just, that's a fact. So if you have to battle with the, the kids, you battle with them, but they, they have a role to play. The meal battle. And this is, you know, eating uh, together as a family. Now, there's all kinds of studies, man, I and again, if I had time, that show the benefit of, of, of a regular family meal time. And they range from lower depression to less drug use. I mean, it's just really important. I can tell you that uh, there have been seasons in my life where I've worked these 80-hour weeks especially starting things from scratch and I've done that a number of times in my life and I have to tell you even then I would be home at six o'clock for for a meal that may be the only time really it may be the only time the kids go off to school I'm working all day and then I have to go back out for a meeting but we had family meal times together and again it's it's this being able to just pause and and just say you know what most important thing is our family and busyness is not gonna rule our, our family. We're gonna sit down, we're gonna talk, we're gonna share our day, we're gonna laugh, we're gonna cover things that need to be covered. We're going to. This is what happens during a family mealtime. Man, it's just crucially important. Make sure you have the mealtime. No TV is on, no one is online no the phones are not there no one's looking down everyone's looking up they're looking at each other they're eating we're eating together and we're talking as a family the reading battle you know make your kids read you know some more one of my boys is just an an incredible reader always has been and continues to be but you know for others uh it, it may not be the case. And in the video world we live in, man, that sure seems to be the case. But this is one battle worth 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 fighting for because reading is so crucial. I mean, absolutely crucial. Uh, as someone who has a, a couple of, of graduate degrees, let me just say to you that you get, you go through school, you know, high school, even undergraduate college, it's memorization, it's tests. You get to graduate school, it's reading and reading. And then, and writing about what you've read. You can get yourself a graduate education if you're a reader. I've told people this time and time again. You'd be amazed just being a reader. And if, if you're in a leadership position, you know, leaders are readers, that's the old phrase. So teaching your kids to read and making them read now so that they appreciate the value of reading and all that it can do for them, the way it can educate them, the wisdom that it can give to them, it's just invaluable. And if they say they don't wanna read, you say, and of course, you've got to read too. You got to be an example, and my kids saw that example from their dad, and and saw the books that that I have. If you were with me right now, you know, in, in my office, there's there's uh, an entire wall from floor to ceiling of books, and then it wraps around, and there's more books, and there's more books uh, in two bookcases upstairs. So. You have to read too and you should you should read. And it's again it's great for discussions and it's just so crucial for their cognitive development, their ability to 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 learn how to focus, how it will help them in all their educational pursuits. You gotta have the reading in, in your kids and if you gotta battle for it, you gotta battle for it. The outside battle. You know, in other words, make the kids go outside. The natural world teaches us things. I mean, it's just absolutely true. There are things that, you know, you don't have control over. You learn that. There's, you learn about the seasons of life and, and, and cycles. And you learn, learn a lot of things. Take them to the national parks. Take them to the state parks. Get them outside where there's sunshine and fresh air and exercise. Discovery, wonder, awe. There's so much that's artificial that our kids are surrounded by. They need the real. And don't let them sit inside in front of their devices, in front of a screen all day, day after day. Get them outside. Force them to be outside and and take them outside so that they can experience all that Oh, man, there's so many great things that they can experience if you can get them outside. So whatever you have to do, make sure you win that battle, the outside battle and then the boredom battle. And and here's here's what I mean. There's just nothing kids seem to hate more than boredom. My kids used to say that, you know, boredom, boredom, make kids learn how to live with boredom. Yes. Boredom is a skill that you develop. Think about this. The whole mindfulness meditation movement. Isn't that really a desire to develop the ability to be bored in many ways? It's about uh, taking away all the external stimuli. Kids need unscheduled time. Now, it's hard as a parent to deal with the boredom complaints. But, you know, if you give in and just fill up their time, you're, you're going you're gonna to raise, uh, and Morris says this, an activity addict, which is an interesting phrase, an activity addict. You know, resist the urge to give them a distraction. Make them learn how to be. Just be. There's so much value in learning something like that. And they can only learn it If you don't give in to their whining and complaining, they will learn it. They will develop it and it will serve them so well in the future. Fight the boredom fight. Win that battle. Your kids will thank you for it. All right, here's a big one. The selfishness battle. We are all innately selfish. It's something that every person the battle their whole life and some people lose the battle and, and it makes them not be a good friend. It's terrible for for uh, relationships, <laughs> leadership. So just like uh, make your kids like uh, go last, like not be first. Not every time, but, you know, enough to enough for them to to get the message. The world does not revolve around them. You leave kids on their own they're going to elevate themselves above, above others they're going to be first in line they're going to take the biggest piece of cake you know me 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 that's that's the that is the natural inclination in all of us and so periodically you purposely make them last they get the smallest piece they don't get to have the remote they have to do the other sibling's chores their choice is not the choice that we end up going with, or they get the least of their choices. They're not going to like it. It, I mean, you talk about a battle. This will be a battle royale. But if you don't battle this and fight this inclination in your children, I'm telling you, you're going to end up raising kids then their selfishness, and, and I, I, I don't think I'm exaggerating because I think I have the experience to back this up. This is how people end up getting divorced. They can't stay married because selfishness doesn't work. And it doesn't work not only in a marriage, but in friendship. It'll hurt you in your career. And how can you ever excel in something like athletics in a team sport? So teaching them now, you're doing them an enormous favor, an enormous gift that you're giving them. All right, here's another one, the awkward conversation battle. You know, have those uncomfortable conversations with your kids. Of course, no one wants to do this. You know, you don't, you know, you don't want to talk to them about things like sex and body image and dating. They're all awkward and there's other hard conversations values you know you look at what's going on you know who's in charge of the kids the the schools or the parents and the parents say hey you know these are our values and they may be different from what you're being taught at school but we need to talk about it you need to understand why we believe the way we believe your kids, you know, I mean, come on, they're they there. You start saying, "Let's talk about something like uh, sex," and they are going to resist it. I can, I can guarantee you that. And you know, you're gonna probably, <laughs> you know, stumble a little, a little bit. Uh, you know, I mean, it's gonna be awkward, um, but. They need your perspective. They need to know the lessons learned. They need the wisdom that you can share with them. It's important that that just the pattern of open communication that it establishes that you're willing to get into those uncomfortable conversations with them that, you know, that's something that you love them enough to do and you'll talk to them about things that are hard to talk about and difficult to talk about. Don't wimp out on your kids. Your kids need to hear from you about these really important things. This is not something, you know, you can farm off to somebody else. You've got it. You've got to do it. And it's really, really important that you're willing to do it, that you're willing to enter into the tough conversations. So, that's a battle. You got a battle and you have to win. The limitation battle. In other words, make your kids live within limits. Learning to live within limits is a valuable life skill. Many adult problems come from, arise out of an inability to accept limits. I mean, let's just start with something like a debt. People get into debt because they don't want to live within the limits of their means. And and then all that that entails, all the things that then arise out of that, which, by the way, your unwillingness to to live within limits, then get in debt impacts your children over commitment. The just being just exhausted from from not being able to do everything and just ignoring your limitations no one lives without limitations and limitations are maturing for us and if you don't introduce and enforce them then you know you're you're not doing your kids any favors and in fact you're hurting them and just think about screen time limits just let me tell you when I raised my boys this is what I said you get one hour of tv a day that's it one hour that's all you get that's all you get if you're they were athletes they 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 you know they had all their homework to do they didn't have time to be watching tv plus there's just tvs just there's so many things on tv that are not beneficial for them and not appropriate for them and then you know you can get into things like uh limits in terms of uh issues like with food two-thirds uh, Are Overweight and obese. I mean, what is going on? Like it's time now. Might as well learn about it now that, you know, you just don't get unlimited amount of ice cream and or whatever else it is. It's important to learn these things. It's important to learn the activity limits that there's something called a schedule. You can't do everything. You have to to live within the limitations that come with life. And when you teach your kids this, you are really blessing them and giving them a a, a really great life lesson that will serve them well. All right, here's two more. And, And to me, these are huge. I mean, huge, huge, huge. One is part of what I wrote about in that article that's been written, read by so many million people, millions of people. I'll get to that last, but this this is a huge one, the church battle. Make your kids go to church. Now, you lead the home, the kids follow. Nothing is more important than the spiritual health of your family. And going to church is the one consistent way to make sure your kids are experiencing God, fellowship, service. And there's so many great things that come out of being a part of a church family. That your kids have opportunities to serve, that they understand that the church is a family and there's fellowship and relationships. And of course, by far, most importantly, they, they learn about God. They understand who Jesus is. They, they learn about the Bible and how the Bible is this marvelous manual for life. And they hear preaching and teaching and they learn so many marvelous, marvelous truths That will set them up for a blessed life, a life that is truly successful. Go in a youth group, you know, non-negotiable. They they go to youth group because they go to the children's ministry, you know, and and like my church always, we had it run concurrently with the adult service. But then youth group was at another time. But they go there so they can be in age-appropriate times of teaching and training and fun, by the way. I mean, these children's ministry, let me tell you, I mean, I'd sit in staff meetings, listen to the family pastor and youth pastor and children's director and talk about all the things that these kids were doing and young people were doing. I mean, it's a lot of fun and they should equate church with fun. So you just say, hey, this is what we do. This is what we do. on." Well, so-and-so is going on Sunday. Well, we got, you know, not Sunday morning, That's that's not going to happen because we know where our commitment is. And when you stick to that commitment, man, it'll make a huge, huge, huge difference in their lives. And then final battle is the I'll call the mastery battle. Make your kids try all kinds of stuff, you know, like a variety of sports and music and Art and dance, it, all that sort of stuff. So it's 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 the, like the wide funnel. It's very much like the education in terms of college education model. Undergraduate, you start out wide, but if you go to graduate school and you know you go to the to the advanced degree level, doctoral level, you, you, you it goes from wide to narrow. You know, you you end up specializing in something. It's the same idea. It's crucial that every child knows that they can do one thing well it really doesn't matter what it is it's whatever they like but you're helping them to look at a lot of different things try a lot of different things experience a lot of different things but they need to have the knowledge that there's something that they do well and others know they do it well too achieving a degree of mastery in something works wonders for children when they know they're good at something, it really fosters a potential mindset in them and it opens the door for all kinds of future uh, opportunities and possibilities. So this is just so important that you just keep exposing them. But then once they latch on to something, then they, you, you really help them to drill down on it, to not quit on it to keep after it until they master it to some degree, that they're good at it, that they know there's something that they are good at. And everyone knows they're good at this, this one thing. I'm telling you, it's really, really, really important to find something that they can master that they are really good at. And again, they know it and others know it and it builds a kind of esteem in them a self-esteem that you know this isn't about you know you telling them that they know they are it's in other words objectively not you subjectively and not you know a trophy for everybody but I mean objectively like they're good at this they are good at it and I can tell you that I did this with my sons just happened to be uh the the same sport that I was good at football although one of my sons was an incredible basketball player too they both went on to play college football and there it is you know and what that did for them knowing that there's something I'm good at but whatever it is again my wife's into music and is a singer so it could be music it could be dance it could be art and, and it could be other things that other kinds of activities or pursuits But help them to master something and fight that battle till they do. Don't let them give up too quickly. So here's 10 battles. And I'm telling you, if you will, if you'll fight these battles with your kids, man, will they thank you for it later? You will form them in such a marvelous, marvelous way. So that they really do know how to deal with things like boredom and limitations. Where they are workers and they value the, the work ethic and their, and their their readers. They're not wrapped up on, in themselves in terms of a selfishness. And then <clears throat> that you would have meals with them. And you would have those difficult conversations with them to show them how much you love and care about them. And that you would absolutely make sure that they know Jesus and have a a spiritual life and a spiritual foundation that will help them to discover God's plan for their life. And have that kind of peace that everyone seeks in life and meaning that they can have. Man, if you do this for your kids, you are going to be a really, really, really good parent. And I hope that you will take the time and put in the effort. It's not easy. It's e- what's easy to do is just you know let them let them let them win. In other words, you know, or don't even. You know, there's battles worth fighting. Yes, and there's battles not worth. These are the ones worth fighting for. These are the ones you can pass on some other things, but you got to fight these battles, friends. And if you fight them, you're fighting them for your kids, not with your kids, for your kids, and they'll thank you for it later, maybe a lot later, but trust me, they absolutely positively will. Well, I blew through those in in record time just so I could have a little bit of time here at the end, just to say that I'm going to be traveling internationally again. And those of you that listen know I I do this quite a bit. I'll be hitting countries 34 and 35 uh, on this one. So uh, I'm going to be taking a break. Don't know how long a break it it will be because, you know, we usually take a summer break. So I don't know if I'll come back and then and do a little bit more and then take a a, a break in the summer. I don't know if it'll last all the way through the summer. We'll see. But uh, certainly uh, going to take a break here and and uh, do some travel. And as always, I'll have some things to share for sure about my experiences when uh, uh, when I get back. So I, I look forward to sharing those those insights and those experiences and those stories with you. But we're gonna take a little break here. I hope these, these episodes on relationships have helped you. And I really, as a parent, and if you're married as a spouse and as a friend and in your work relationships and the people that are hard to love in your life, really hope that all of these will really bless and and help your relationships in so many ways. That's been been my goal in in doing it. And we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll tackle some new and exciting uh, topics in the days to come. Take care listening to the point of impact podcast with rick mcdaniel thanks for tuning in and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode